Welcome to Rocktail Hour, an hour's worth of rocking good time in about 15 minutes with your buddies Tim, Treg, and Michael. We're three old guys that are a testament to the fact that rock and roll keeps you young. In each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our favorite stories behind the greatest rock and roll tunes of all times and other interesting musings and ruminations about the music and the rockers who inspire us. This episode of the Rocktail Hour is sponsored by The Trip, Gigmaster's number one rock cover band in the U.S. for the last four years. Find The Trip from our link on our website or go to their website at meetthetrip.com. Today, Michael is going to tell us the story behind one of the great Pink Floyd songs, Wish You Were Here. Go ahead, Michael. Thanks, Tim. The song has been requested by one of our favorite listeners, Ryan Ben. Ryan has been a great supporter of the Rocktail Hour, and it was a real privilege to be able to bring this song to the, all the listeners of Rocktail Hour on Ryan's behalf. Wish You Were Here is off of the Pink Floyd 1975 studio album uh, by the same name, Wish You Were Here. It is truly one of the great Pink Floyd songs and one of the great rock and roll songs of all time. Rolling Might I just interject? Greatest song of all time, period. This is my favorite song ever. My it's favorite a great album. song. Yeah. Trey, glad you think this is the number one rock song of all time. There are, there are some who unfortunately would disagree with you. Rolling Stone ranked it number 316. Oh, a um, travesty. Of the greatest 500 rock songs of all time, which tells me that we've got a lot of ground to cover on the Rocktail Hour. So Wish You Were Here, what's it about? Uh, it's, it's fairly widely known that Wish You Were Here is, uh, in essence, a tribute to uh, one of the founders of Pink Floyd, Sid Barrett. Uh, specifically, it's about or it evokes Sid's uh, detachment from reality that ultimately saw him leaving the band. Uh, Sid was, has been rumored to have suffered from schizophrenia, uh, others say that perhaps it was Asperger's syndrome, which is a form of uh, kind of uh, mild autism or perhaps some kind of severe bipolar disorder. Others, including Sid's sister, who knew him best, said he suffered from no mental illness whatsoever. He was just a, a strange guy. And, and whether Sid had a mental illness or not, he was certainly an interesting person. And we'll hear some of his exploits as we get more into this Rocktail Hour. Uh, the song is specifically about Sid and, and borrows from uh, some of Sid's own work. Uh, the, the imagery of a steel rail from uh, Wish You Were Here is actually from Sid's solo song, If It's In You, from, uh, from the Madcap Laughs album, uh, which was one of, one of two solo albums after he left Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd you know, clearly sung about Sid and other songs. Uh, Shine on You Crazy Diamond from the same album is also about Sid Barrett. Uh, other imagery from Pink Floyd's songs like The Lunatic is on the Grass off of Dark Side of the Moon is considered to be about Sid. And some even say that the title Dark Side of the Moon has something to do with that Pink Floyd's experience with Sid Barrett. I thought most of Dark Side of the Moon was about Sid Barrett, or inspired at least by Roger Waters trying to analyze what was happening to his good friend. Yeah, and I've certainly read that myself. Sid was well known to uh, have experimented with drugs. Pink Floyd uh, saw its genesis in kind of the, the 1960s psychedelic rock and psychedelic folks scene, and Sid uh, was known to delve pretty heavily into LSD, certainly more than the other band members. It's been questioned whether that psychedelic drug use contributed to his uh, mental breakdown or his mental issues, but 
you know, one way or the other, Sid was certainly out there. In addition to being about Sid, Waters wrote the lyrics to this song at the same time or around the time that his grandmother was dying. And Roger Waters describes that his mother was suffering from what today we would probably say was Alzheimer's, but Waters went and visited his mother and she kept calling him Robert, which was uh, her husband's name. And so, you know, right around the same time that he's writing this, dealing with the feelings of his own grandmother's death and also uh, with Sid Barrett, kind of all came together to have this um, longing about uh, people that had, had, uh, he had once been close to that were no longer around. So clearly the song is about Sid, so we need to talk about Sid a little bit. Uh, Sid was the front man. He was the person who wrote all of the lyrics for Pink Floyd, uh, in, or most of the lyrics for Pink Floyd in the early days. And he was just a strange guy. He had a strange sense of humor uh, that was oftentimes very irritating to the band. The band tells a story of one time Sid came into the studio and said that he had a new song, and it was called Have You Got It Yet? And so Sid was trying to teach the band the, the chord progression and the arrangement, and the band was just getting frustrated because they couldn't figure it out. Well, after a little while, they realized that's because Sid kept changing the arrangement every time they played it. And at the end of each one, he would say, have you got it yet? <laughs> so through the late 60s, in particular 67 and 68, uh, Sid's behavior became increasingly erratic and unpredictable. Uh, whether it was because of his drug use or not, but he was reportedly seen on stage many occasions just kind of wandering around or strumming a single chord on the guitar throughout an entire song. A lot of the audience thought that this was kind of amusing, but the band really didn't. You know, the rest of the band members of Pink Floyd had a, um, a real drive to be excellent musicians, and Sid's behavior certainly wasn't consistent with that desire. At one interview that Sid had with Pat Boone on the Pat Boone TV show, uh, Boone asked Sid a question, and Sid just sat there and stared at him, totally muted, wow. on television, and just stared. Well, by 1967, Sid's behavior had become so strange that they brought in David Gilmore, really not to replace Sid, but to substitute in for him because Sid was simply not reliable. And David Gilmore would play, and sometimes Sid would show up, sometimes he wouldn't. But when he would show up, he would kind of, again, wander around the stage, sometimes join in, sometimes just peer at the audience and just do really strange things. I didn't know that. I thought that, uh, that David came in and just flat out replaced him. I didn't realize he was just a substitute for a while. Yeah, and, and it, it wasn't really a clean break. It was something that, that took... Uh, place over a period of time and really just one day in 1968 on on the way to a show at Southampton University you know the band was all in a car together and somebody said should we pick up pick up Sid and one of the members just said why bother wow and that and that was it Sid that was, was then the that was it Sid wow. was then out of the band clearly Sid was a founding member of the band so how did that go over how did he react to that I don't think Sid really had much of a choice and he certainly wasn't um, he wasn't displaying the type of commitment that the other band members expected and so sure. from everything I've read Sid it was almost like a willing separation and he was never really trying to fight to get back into the band they still paid him his royalties from the songs he had written and the and the albums that they had released prior and in fact Gilmore says he was always that Gilmore himself was always very 
careful to make sure that Sid, you know, continued to collect his royalties. Mm. And, and when he died, he left, I think, 1.7 million pounds to his family members. And so he, he you know, he had collected somewhat of a fortune uh, through that through that experience. I have to say that Gilmore is by far my favorite member of, of Pink Floyd. I, I really just have a lot of respect for him. I think his vocals uh, are great. I think he has a beautiful voice and I and his um his guitars are so distinct from from the rest of the the Pink Floyd sound sometimes and I think what he brings really adds to that overall experience especially especially in the wall I think some of his guitar work in the wall is second to none so that's an interesting story about Sid Barrett and and interesting how they finally just said oh yeah let's just not pick him up but I really am a David Gilmore fan I agree this is one of the more unusual band stories because it's 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 not too common that you have a founding member of the band that gets kicked out of the band and then the band really becomes and yeah. sees their full potential yeah. and, and without that partnership between waters and gilmore pink floyd never would have been what they actually became kind of makes you wonder it's very very like with the beatles when they decided well pete best is just out I don't know that he was one of the founding members of the Beatles, but he was clearly at the time becoming one of the most popular Beatles. And it would have been a completely different dynamic had Pete Best stayed in the band. It would be interesting to know what that parallel universe would be like and whether or not they would have been successful. But at the time, Pete Best was the most popular Beatle in the band. And I think that's really one of the underlying reasons that they decided to trade him for Ringo Starr. Wasn't it David Gilmore that wrote the... Uh chords wrote the music for wish you were here absolutely something that's unique about this song is that waters has been quoted as saying either the music comes first and the lyrics are added or music and lyrics come together only once have the lyrics been written down first wish you were here this is unusual it hasn't happened before wow so Hmm. for floyd this is the only time that waters wrote the lyrics and then the music came after, and, and yes, uh, you know the chord progressions uh, and the arrangement of the song, I believe, was uh, done by Gilmore. The, well, there you go. That vindicates what I just said. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The song "Wish You Were Here" starts from a segue from the previous song "Have a Cigar." In order to accomplish the segue, they have this radio tuning in and out, and it's tuning in and out from one station to another. And one of the stations is playing Tchaikovsky's Fourth Symphony. Right. Finally, it lands on a, on a new station. It comes into oral focus, and then you wish you were here starts as if they had tuned into that song. The radio itself is actually interesting. It was recorded from David Gilmore's own car. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the song starts a, an intro on a 12-string guitar that's processed to sound like it was playing through an old transistor radio. Uh, and then the guitar solo starts which is mixed to sound as though the guitarist is sitting alone in a room to kind of give that um, the, the distance uh, that the song is, is meant to evoke. And it also contains like this whine that kind of changes pitches that is meant to evoke um, a radio coming again into oral focus. Uh, one of the reasons that I love this song so much is because that transition from where it sounds, where, where the song starts out, and it's playing like it's playing through the radio, and then it goes to this clear sound, it makes me feel like I'm transported into the studio. You know, it's like I'm magically going through the radio into the studio, and it all becomes clear. It's just, that moment is just beautiful for me. During the recording of the studio album, Sid Barrett 
again, this is done in 1975. Barrett's out of the band in about 68. So they hadn't seen Sid in a while. But during the recording of the album in 75 at Abbey Road Studios, Sid walked in off the street. Somebody knew who he was, so they let him into the studio. And the band saw this guy. You know, Sid, you know, in the 60s had long hair, you know, thin, you know, fairly handsome. And they see this guy in the studio, significantly overweight, shaved head, and nobody even recognized who it was. Well, it was Sid. I think they probably figured it out who he was when they realized this guy was just kind of doing strange things. For instance, he stood there throughout most of the recording, just standing there brushing his teeth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Waters is not even sure that, that Sid recognized who Waters was at the time. Wow. And, you know, finally, we, we've talked about the wall on previous recordings. And, of course, there's the scene where uh, Bob Geldof, who plays Pink, shaves his head and shaves his eyebrows. And that is meant to hearken that experience where they saw Sid. Because Sid had shaved his head. He'd also shaved his eyebrows. And it was meant to show in, in, in the sense of where pink becomes comatose, you know, psychologically comatose, that in itself is a, um, harkens back to their experience with Sid Barrett. Wow. I had heard this song prior to 1987, but in 1987, um, I was driving down the street listening to this and um, Treg and another one of my buddy had just gone to school. Treg had gone to law school. My other buddy had gone to graduate school in Kansas. And I was feeling pretty lonely. You know, I hear my best buddies have gone and I, I didn't really have anybody to hang out with. And I found myself actually as I'm driving down the street and I'm driving home. I, I'm right in front of my grandpa's house. And my grandpa had just passed away. And just as I'm driving past the house wish you were here comes on and man i had to park in front of my grandpa's house and i you know i lost it so this it was just a weird day but you know the song itself to me is just just very inspiring and it's a beautiful song and i think as you listen to it you you don't just listen to it this is a song that you feel one moment that i remember uh listening to this song i was on a business trip down in texas and it was just miserable and it hot and it was just awful and uh, I, I'd been away from home for a couple of days, uh, had a, a fairly new baby at the time, and I, I put on Wish You Were Here, the album, uh, to go to bed at night, and, uh, and this song came on, and I just remember it, it, it speaks to your soul. Everybody has had a moment in their life where they have uh, either lost someone or just away from someone that they love, and the, the message is so simple. Uh, the music is so beautiful that it can't help but just uh, pierce you to the core. One of my favorite lyrics in all of Pink Floyd's songs is about Sid Barrett. Roger Waters wrote uh, in Shine On You Crazy Diamond. He said, now there's a look in your eyes like black holes in the sky. And uh, that really, I thought, was a, a great image of him looking into his old friend and seeing nothing. On that note. <laughs> um, thank you, Michael, for this great story behind Wish You Were Here. Please click on the link for our sponsor, The Trip, the best rock and roll cover band in America. Uh, please watch the promotional videos and listen to the demos and see for yourself the amazing talent and energy that they can bring to your next holiday party, corporate event, wedding, festival, or other private party by playing the greatest rock, dance, and top 40 hits from the last five decades. 
Right now, you can hire the best rock and roll cover band in the U.S. for your 2011 holiday party for as little as $1,600, which is more than half off the $3,500 rate. Contact them through their website at meetthetrip.com, or you can go to our website, rocktailhour.com, and follow the link to their website from there. As always, please email us at rocktailhour.com if you think we got it wrong, or if you have an interesting rocktail of your own. Uh, The next few podcasts that we will actually record are going to be requests from people from our website. So we will uh, look at those requests and we do respond. If you think we're lame, please just keep that to yourself. And also, please contact us if you want to buy the next round at an upcoming Rocktail by becoming another sponsor. Until then, rock on. Rock on.